Welcome to the CoLab, the only podcast for business owners who are committed to grow through the power of collaboration and teamwork. Get ready to put your heads together to boost your business to the next level with your hosts, the ultimate team players, Megan Marsh and Andre Munar. We are so excited to be back, season two. This is our first episode of season two. Thank you for joining us. We've got Andre and Megan here with the collaborating community. And um, we are here, and this season is going to be really jam-packed with some of our favorite topics on anywhere from... Juicy topics. There's some juicy ones. Uh, We're starting with one that's close to the heart today, and um, but we're going to be, you know, coming on and talking to everyone about bad bosses, leaving companies, firing, diversity, inclusion, just some really good topics. So definitely stay tuned. Topics. Mm -hmm, It is, and so today is we wanted to share with you guys about building a business that matters. So you know, what does that even mean? Well, I guess the best way, um, I we just had a big company team building event, and one of the things I said is that even for us as business owners, for employees, for every single person, a job, a business is not enough for anyone. Mm-mm. Like, it isn't. It's an avenue, but there has to be meaning. There has to, people want to be part of something bigger. I want to be part of something bigger. Mm-hmm. Both of us do. And yeah. so creating that, that what what does my job mean in the big scheme of things? What am I doing to help others to improve my you know career, my life, to help the people that you're serving? I mean, mm-hmm. you can find meaning that matters in any work. Yeah. Truly, absolutely, it's got to be able to affect your friends, your family, your personal life, your business life, your community, those around you. You know, your job should not just be. This place that you go to, nine to five, cash a paycheck. I mean, that gets kind of boring, you know, and that's why people come and go out of jobs. But for us, we've we're building a business that matters. Right. And it's important to us that our team and the people who have trusted us to come work for us, that there's something bigger. And if it's something we don't even have yet, we're open to looking at. You know, what can we do so that you're always reaching for something, so that there's a goal that we're all stepping into that 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 fits into what we're all passionate about. So we're going to share some of the things we've done with our business to make it matter um, and hopefully give you guys some ideas. And then in the, the Facebook group, we're going to share pictures and some examples of uh, some different things that we've done that are very easy, cost effective, and you know can affect your team and the communities that you live in. Um, but before we start, you know what we always have to do, so you can continue to get to know Andre and I. There's super special questions that right. we must ask you. Yes, that's right. Great questions, and you know these are questions. Ask your kids or your husband or your business partner one of these. It's like we all get used to our daily grind, but ask different things to get to know people better. Yeah, like I had no idea you wanted to go back to Scotland. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> right? Oh boy! All right, I'll, I'll ask you first. Okay. This one made me laugh only because I can think of 
in a male perspective what the answer would be. But oh for a female, there you could go so many ways with this. What was the worst haircut you ever had? Oh my gosh. I have it. You at my house. Did you see it? My mom, when I was in first grade, gave me a bowl cut. Like a no, boy bowl cut. No, that's what I was thinking for a boy. Yes. Oh, I think I have it on my phone and I'll show it to you. Super short? Super short. We'll have to post it in the. Above your the, ears? Oh, it's classic. I'll see if we can find it while we're sitting here. We're going to have to get that picture and post it. Honestly, everyone makes fun of me for it when they see it. My mom cut my sister. I had two sisters and growing up, and the three of us got little bowl cuts by my mom. Do you look like Dorothy Explorer? Worse. It was shorter. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I wasn't sure if like maybe you shaved half of your head. Or no. Like- no shaving, but it, it was close. <laughs> it was close, but... Oh, you just wait. We're going to find that one. And then, oh gosh, I have found some really good questions. I couldn't even decide which one, but the one that I am going to pick is, if you could make a rule for a day and everyone had to follow it, what would it be? Oh, I don't know. My heart just beams lately. It would be that... Everybody would be nice. Not like they have to wear underwear on their head or like. <laughs> no. Come on. Like, it has to be a if rule. One like, rule. Everyone you know to what? high five each other when they walk by. Actually, one rule would be that everybody would have to work in some type of like retail or restaurant industry. I, I, For one day. Yeah, totally. Because people don't understand manners or please or thank you or service. Serving. Or, it's a, yeah, in the retail world, you know, you work. So many hours, same thing with the restaurant business. Like, and we talk about it a lot, you know, when you're in the restaurant industry, like everybody should have to do this. You don't understand what I have to go through. So I, I that would definitely be a rule for one day that everybody would have to go through yeah, some mean, type of retail I, job I or serving. In college, so. I worked at a Hey, hey, Mrs. Snapping your fingers, like, oh. Uh, or can't like deal when with somebody that. doesn't leave a tip. I remember crying my first time and yep. because they didn't leave a tip at all. Because your $2 an hour wage really pays for your electric bill, doesn't right? it? Right. Or the, I remember these two guys who used to come into this place. They wouldn't talk to me when I was serving. It was when I was in grad school. And one day when I was studying, they saw me studying. And all of a sudden, they started talking to me, which I thought was weird. Weird, but like, what? You can't talk to me if you didn't think I was educated to the level that you're educated at, right? Yeah. Like, to right, them. Right, right. Yeah. It was just very interesting. But you're right. It, it teaches you how to read what people want. It teaches yeah. you how to hustle. It teaches you just lots Manners. of stuff. Mm-hmm. So if you're in the service, if you're in the service businesses like we are, it is great to, to serve. Yep. Absolutely. Awesome. Good questions. Um, all right. So building a business that matters. Um, so like we said, a job, a business, it's it's not enough. So where do you even start? You know, like I can think of in my mind one thing that we that we started to do when we joined, um, kind of un- unintentionally, um, and it's just one thing. There's so many ways, and you can pick your own way of making a business that matters. And there's different avenues. But when Andre and I became business partners, we had separate companies before, but we had met through uh, like a mastermind group, and one of the groups that we were part of at the time. The person who led it decided, he's like, hey, listen, let's all do this together. There were like 40 or 50 of us in that group. Yeah. And he's like, everybody, let's 
give turkeys out for, it was like, right? No, because it was, it was like June or July. Pizzas. Pizzas. Like, to the pol- it was when the whole police officer thing oh, uh, yeah, when was like, going down. When it yeah. was like they uh, had shot someone and people were like anti. the police. Yeah, yeah, anti-police. Yeah. So he said, let's all of us, all 50 of us post on social media that we are appreciative of police officers, what yep. they do, and to go give like a local police station a... Yep, pizzas and yeah. And that really made an impact. I mean, you saw the impact that that created on social media. I mean, people were... Going nuts over yeah. it. They People loved it that we, like the two of us, and they the people around us only knew the two of us. There were all these other people doing it. Across the country. Mm-hmm. It wasn't even locally, just Pennsylvania. Right, like all over the place. So we talked and... At the time when we had come together as business partners, I had just I had a bad breakup with a different business partner, and it was very difficult. I I had had a baby. I was very emotional, and I needed something to like heal. Like I needed something to distract me to heal a little bit. And so I, uh, Andre and I talked, and I'm like, "What if we did this every month? Like, what if we picked someone to?" you know, pretty much thank for their service. and Show we, our appreciation, too. Yeah, and so we named it, we called it Thankful Thursday, and we did it once once a month. We would pick a different service professional. We did bus drivers. We did, you know, fire, policemen, firemen, uh, garbage. Teachers. Uh, just pretty much we picked a, a different service professional each month, and we would make like a little thing to give them. Like if it was like little flowers with a $5 gift card and we would pick, uh, and we would, we wouldn't tell them, we would surprise them. We would show up and give them this token of appreciation with a little card on it that said how much we appreciated them. And um, it, it was huge. I mean, people would follow what we were doing. They said they loved what we were doing. It got the community involved, um, and our teams looked forward to doing it. It just brought awareness to you know appreciation because so many, especially like the bus drivers, right? They go unappreciated, unappreciated. People just think that they're bus drivers, you know. But I mean, they deal with your kids. You know, that's that's kind of an important part of people's lives is their kids. You know. So we need to make sure that we appreciate those types of people. Yeah, and it's like, and, and that's one piece. And so we're, we're always trying to figure out, like, how can we, what can we do to play a bigger part in our community and to be an example? You know, as a small business owner, you feel like you're on an island sometimes. So we've talked about how do we bring other businesses in because maybe if we work together more, we could have a bigger impact. Uh, one of the things that blew my mind that I didn't realize was, you know, just recently it was Small Business Saturday, and I was looking at some of the numbers and statistics, of course, that I love my numbers, and um, um, just how much small businesses play a role in the community, and uh, I read in a number of places that small businesses donate 250% more than large corporations to wow. nonprofits and communities. Wow, wow, and that wow. blew my mind. That's astonishing. That's a big number. That's right? a really big number. And not that that's the only thing for like being a business that matters, but I guess, you know, think about it. Like when someone asks you to sponsor a sports team yep. or get a basket for Chinese auction or Place donate. an ad here in, in a playbook or whatever it may be. Yeah, so, you know, 
that was one thing I thought of on like having a business that matters because it's looking forward to something. Um, and it really comes down to starting to ask those questions on who do we really serve, right? Like, who do we serve? Like, as business owners and community leaders, who are we serving? We're serving, yes, our customers with our product, but what is the meaning behind it? And so, you know, we'll share a little bit, too, on that was our Thankful Thursday, but we, it's not just, like, that's our community. We're doing that for our community. But then we also have the other two areas that we've tried to focus on in our businesses our employees, mm-hmm. and so customers, our employees, and our community are the three. Yep. And then, you know, it goes, once you start doing that, I feel like it goes so much farther behind that, right? Because you serve your team, then that serves their family, and that serves their friends and the people that they serve, um, and you serve your community, and you serve your team. And I think it's just so much bigger than, like you said, the product. No, you're right. And so we just had, so we try once a year to bring our, so our team is not just in one location. We've got four locations uh, throughout Pennsylvania currently, and, you know, we're planning on having more locations. How do you bring all those people together to have a shared vision that matters? Um, And so we went and did an overnight at a, like a ski resort and it was great. It was a really good event. And when we were driving home, one of the employees who's been, actually I was with two who have been with us for three, four years. And um, one of them looked at me and was like, that was the best event that we've, that's the best team building event that we've had as Keystone. That's awesome. And it was awesome. And I was sitting there thinking like, wow, I'm so glad that they feel like that. And I said like, why? Why do you think this one was? Different. Different. Yeah. And I think there were a couple reasons. I think, you know, you and I weren't the ones who planned a lot of it. Yep. Yep. You know, so empowering your people to uh, to do things that are in their vision. To take on leadership roles. Yeah. Take on those leadership roles. Having um, the right people, I that, think, really that's helps. Huge. You know, just making sure that you have the right people because I think all of our people really connected. They got to know each other outside of that workspace, outside of that work environment. Mm-hmm. And we did some team building events too. Yeah. That that mattered. And that's right. Cause it really wasn't about work. This no. event was all, I mean, we didn't talk mortgages. Our main business is mortgages, you know, financial stuff. Our entire 48 hours was based on, you know, working together, communicating, getting to know things about each other. Like I loved yeah. the thing, the intro. Everyone went around and said one truth and one lie. Yep. That was great. You know, like learning some of the things that you had no... uh, I was definitely stumped on some of those. I know, because you don't know everyone's stuff. Like the powder puff. (laughs) What was it? Stamp collector. So a stamp collector. (laughs) We have a stamp collector. I mean, it was just... We have somebody famous in another country. That's right. See, it's all coming back. I mean, yeah. it was just so cool. But and it, and it helps them feel like it matters to us too, getting to know them. And it helps your employees and your team to see more than just that person next to them that they're doing transactions with. I think that's a good point too, is um, you know, ma- making somebody feel like they are, like they matter. You know, because it wasn't just about business. It was about, well, let's get to know each other and, you know, what we've been through and who we are and what we do and what we like versus it just being, I need my loan submitted. I need my loan closed, you know. 
And, you know, it's hard for me. I struggle with this. I think you're better at this, Andre. Um, is making sure that we're validating how much we value the people who are with us. Um, sometimes, like, I have no problem telling people, but sometimes I feel like, oh, I, I shouldn't do it that much. But really, I, I've heard it, it, it can't ever be too much. Too much. Like, you know, is one... Saying like, hey, I really appreciate you doing this or how you did this really made a difference. Like being specific, like uh, one of the books that I read that talked about this was, um, oh gosh, I can't remember. I've read so many darn books. and But in the <laughs> surprise, book, surprise. yeah, uh, in the book, the guy had coins. He would put pennies in his pocket and he'd put 10 pennies in his left pocket. And the goal was by the end of the day, all ten, like anytime he would compliment someone or, you know, give um, just any type of positive feedback, uh, compliments, appreciation, he would transfer a penny to his right pocket. And it was a reminder. I thought that was a great. Wow. That is know, really neat. It is neat. Maybe we should do that with our team. Give them each five pennies. Five. Five's a good place. But I need to do more. Yeah. I need to do more because. And especially if you have new people, they need feedback and validation and yeah. to know, like, what, what do we stand for? What's our goal? What's our mission? I think that's part of building a business that matters, too, is, you know, validating and appreciating people. Because what happens is they start to grow as people and they start to understand it. And then they start to pass that on to other people. And we always talk about wanting to be the change that we want to see in the world. And, you know, that's that's part of it is us being good leaders to people so they can be good leaders and you know it just continues to pass on yeah and um, you know our getting focused around our goal and mission so you know going on big scale like big picture so we're a mortgage company we help people get the financing it's not fun getting a mortgage mm. right like there's definitely some difficult loans uh, people get bugged for stuff for you know 45 days. For me, I feel like, because I absolutely love our business, I love, like, the business. You know, once I got into this business, I, and there's so many parts to it, from, like, the days would fly by, every situation's different, you know, it's challenging. But I think, like, the overarching, like, for me, finding something that matters, and you can do this in any business, is, yeah, we do loans. Yes, we want to get loans, but it is a proven fact that families who own a home have they acquire a net worth they build up a net worth of five five times greater than someone who doesn't own a home it really is a a financial foundation and that that's a stress reliever that's something that you pass on to your children it gives you you know money doesn't mean everything but it definitely takes some of the stress off and it Mm -hmm. makes things enjoyable and that means a lot to me to help to know I'm helping people make good decisions or to know I'm helping someone who couldn't get a loan somewhere and actually be able to get a loan, to me, that there's a lot of meaning behind that. Yeah, there's definitely a lot of satisfaction, especially for families. It's a sense of security for them, knowing that it's theirs and that they've worked for it. And so I've thought about that a lot, and we've talked about that, like trying to, like making sure our teams understand that, how important what we do is. And, and you could be someone, let's say, I think I saw somewhere, if you're a company who does shoes, right? Like there are things that you can, that how important shoes are, right? Like yeah. there's something in everything. So any of you out there, no matter what your 
what you sell or what your service is, there's it matters meaning. to somebody. It matters. And yeah. so finding like the parts that matter to you and sharing that with your team and having them find those things that matter, that's that's when people start really enjoying what they're doing and enjoy helping the customers and doing, you know, that's where meaning starts really connecting. That shoe thing is really got my mind going because I'm thinking, yeah, you know what? Somebody probably does have really long or wide feet and they've been searching for that perfect <laughs> well, shoe. Well, there's like hundreds you know? of, there are hundreds, not just that, but like I read in, wherever I read it, I remember it was because like, so this company in trying to explain like why it's so important what they do is because your feet, I mean, you know how your feet are sensitive? Mm-hmm. It's because you have like, 200 and something nerves in your feet. So if you don't have shoes that properly support you, those nerves can start firing and wow. that's it can lead to other like ailments in your body and it's uncomfortable. And so they used all that like in their marketing like it matters to us how yeah. like how your feet feel. How your feet feel. <laughs> it, but because it affects the rest of your health and it but it's just like an example of how anything can you know, you got to find the things that are important to you and and put it into the work that you're doing. Um, and so it's just a way, and, and do it with your team. Like have a hour where you guys sit there and like put up on the board, like all the things that you're proud of that you can help families. You know, trying to connect it then to making sure your team knows. Um, I have a picture on my phone I was going to show you that I thought was really a cool idea of how we keep, sharing how we've helped these families so they remember and still feel part of. And then afterwards, you know, you know, something we could do that we've talked about is doing a budget night once a month, like having a reoccurring budget night for yeah. families. So they they know it's not just about the mortgage we close, yeah. that we want to be, you know, we're in it with them. We want to be partners for life in their financial decisions. Yeah, it's a perfect example that, you know, we were talking about at a retreat is, you know, yes, we— we sign their checks, you know. Sure, we're their quote unquote bosses, but at the end of the day, we want them to be, you know, better people, better leaders. And we talked about financial literacy. You know, we talked about, hey, you should be saving money, and that's how we feel an employer should be, right? It shouldn't be just, well, you come in, you, you punch the clock nine to five, and that's it. It should be, you know, how are we helping people grow so they can be better people in this world as well? Mm-hmm. And I think one of the things that we that needs discussed or you know that people talk about is how do you do what giving back or how do you how do you do something in a way that's genuine um, but still show the world that it matters because a lot of people say okay yeah you're doing that like if you post it on social media yeah. which we always do yeah and it, people are say you're doing that for attention or you're doing that you know just you know for for purposes that are not genuine genuine yeah and so how, you know? And, you know, and you do a lot more social media than I do, but as a business, we have our business page and it's something that, because when you bring the community in, right, it's kind of like, think about athletes, right? So athletes are in the spotlight. Yeah, they're on a pedestal. They're on a pedestal, but think about when it shows them going into hospitals or doing stuff like people like seeing that it's setting a good example yeah. for other businesses for your community it's showing people the things that are important to you in your life in your business and and that's how i feel it's not to put ourselves up on a pedestal at all it's to say hey we want to be an example we want to be a mentor 
you know, we we yeah. think we hope that everyone can find like a piece of doing this. Now and it's I'm, also to bring depending on what it may be, it's also to bring awareness to those topics, right? right. So like I said about the the school bus drivers, I mean, you they're just so overlooked, but if you're not the one who's bringing awareness to it, then who is bringing awareness to it? So I think that's important too. Is you know understanding that people aren't just posting on social media. Yeah, some people may not be genuine, and you know there's always going to be that. But for us, it's we're doing it to bring awareness to it, or we're doing it in a in a reason because we want people to know, or we want the the community to be a part of it. So for Christmas, we're doing the adopting a few families and we want the community to be a part of that, right? So we post it on social media so that way they can get in on it and they can nominate some people. Well, I think one of the key things is when we do those things, like when we do the the things for any, we don't talk about mortgages in there. That's a key factor. Yeah, absolutely. You're not talking about your product. It's not about you. That's a great point. That's probably one of the biggest things. Like if That's we did it point. and we were like, oh, and by the way, we do mortgages. Yeah. Then it, I would feel like it wouldn't be as genuine. But we really are being genuine because it really does matter to us. That's a great point. And so, you know, don't ever do it and then put your marketing info. <laughs> like, yes, it's on our company page, but we've done a number on our personal pages too. Um, and it's th- there is a genuine reason behind it. And there's equally as many things we do behind the scenes that nobody gets to see. Yep. We don't post everything that we do for everyone. And so if, if you're doing it equally on both ends, I think you are genuine. And if somebody tells you otherwise, that's their problem. Yep. It's if, their small mind. Yeah, that's their small mind. Um, and so... And the other thing is uh, the monetary piece to it, right? Mm-hmm. So people think that... Giving back has to be monetary. Correct. Right? And that's a huge thing. So that stops people from even starting sometimes, right? They're like, well, I can't donate $500 or $1,000 or, you know, I don't have $500 or $1,000 to give or to create something, right? So I think that that's important in understanding that it doesn't have to be monetary either. Volunteering your time, going to a nursing home. Um, weren't yeah. you guys doing some volunteering at the kitchen? And she said that yeah, it was crazy. The amount so, of hours and mm-hmm. what it would cost. We were looking for a place um, last year. We had we had twelve people, and we wanted to make sure everyone could volunteer. And when we went and met with the volunteer coordinator at the local, it was a uh, homeless shelter soup kitchen, and we sat down, and I have it on video. She was like. You know, volunteers is a huge part of our organization. Like, if we didn't, the volunteers that we get, if we didn't have them, we would be paying out. It was like five hundred thousand in wow, sal- like in hourly salaries for yeah. by the volunteers coming in. It saves us that much. So don't think that volunteering is just like something to do. Yeah. Absolutely. It, it saves that organization a ton of money and it really helps out. Even if you don't think you're making an impact, you really are. So you've got to start somewhere. Yeah, and I was going to say, so for someone listening who's doing nothing right now, let's say from a small like one-person solopreneur who maybe yep. has an assistant, what what could someone like that do just even to start? They could they could do so many things, and volunteering is probably the easiest and quickest route, especially for a solopreneur. And you know, we're a small, small company. We're not huge. I mean, we've got 20, 25 employees, and you know, taking our employees to volunteer is something that we can start with mon- 
that's not monetary as mm-hmm. well. And like I said, people think that it has to be monetary, but it doesn't. Right. And you can or can't tie it to what's important to you. Like we were trying to, we were coming up with a new, like, what are we going to do this year? Change it up a little. And, you know, you could tie it to housing because we've talked about that. But really, we, you could do animals, kids, it's yeah. anything. It's just do, just start doing something. Yep. Absolutely. And then I guess one of the things at the end is, you know, what's the, what's the bigger opportunity that you're, trying to create, you know, for everyone. And one thing we didn't bring up that is if you're someone who has B2B partners, let's say like for us, we, we have, we work with real estate agents. Title companies, right, insurance like, companies. Uh, are there ways to work with your B2B partners to bring them in? Because maybe they're in that place where they don't know what they can do, but they'd be willing to do it with you. Yeah, that's a that's perfect. So for those that are you know potentially scared or you're a solopreneur, you've got to know at least one or two other business people who would want to do that with you. And now you now have two or three people, four or five people doing it, and you're not just on your own. Yeah, I mean, and that that was always my hope is to try to get more businesses working together in your communities. What would you say, Andre, is your favorite memory from something that we've done, like over the last four years? From giving back, the thankful Thursdays, to like what what would you say was one of the most special things that I really like Christmas time. So uh, we did it, I think it was the year that we had just joined, which was like four years ago. And I took these presents to mm-hmm. downtown Harrisburg, basically. And I remember walking up the steps, you know, to this row home and the Christmas tree was there. And I literally delivered it the day before Christmas. And there were no Christmas presents under that tree. And when I opened that door and when I dropped off those presents, they didn't even know I was coming because they were nominated completely anonymously. Mm. And, you know, it was these unprivileged kids. And there's just there's a feeling, right? Like I'm I'm already feeling what that feeling was when I had dropped off those presents. That to me is just giving without any expectation and seeing somebody else light up. Mm-hmm. Is just something that you can't explain. It's right. something that you have to feel. Right, and I we've done it before. Where if let's say it's a mother with kids, and yep. we've met before Christmas, so that it can be from, yeah, Saint from Nick, Santa. yeah, yeah. And <laughs> what about for you? No, the same. My my growing up, my parents always as a family, and this is something you can bring into your families. This is where I got it from on my end, which was my mom and dad would sit down and say, "Listen, we could spend." this much money on you guys or we could help a family and then spend this much. And as a family, we always decided to adopt a family. We'd done it since we grew up. Um, And I remember even in college when I played field hockey at at UConn, I had our team do it over Christmas time. As college kids, we each would grab a present and then go deliver it to a family because, you know, you just— it just means a lot, and it's something that's important why I've always tried to do things that our kids could be involved in because it's hard to get kids involved in. Bigger adult stuff. Yeah, yeah. like that. Or like my mom used to have us make um, for Christmas and Valentine's Day things for nursing homes to bring them because there's you know people there that don't have family. Yep. Just doing something that means something to somebody else, that the world isn't all about you and what you need and how much money you make. and. Yep. You know, it's just having this bigger, you know, I mean, that's the stuff you're going to be 
proud of when you look back on your life when you're older. And I, I don't know if it's because I'm getting older. I keep think <laughs> like I swear this past year I just keep thinking about like what I'm, what do I want to do to help others to you know be proud of at the end of my life because. I'm probably around halfway there and, I, you know, just really thinking about what's going to matter. Like, what's going to matter? Yeah, leaving that legacy behind. You know, what are you going to be known for? Yeah, and it's not material things. No, It's not, not at, at all, all material things. And so, you know, and that's why we even talked about, like, sharing the information, what works for us. Like, because there are people out there that don't have people to ask these questions to on how to do these things. And, Everyone deserves to have success in their life. And and so, you know, that's why we have this open mindset, sharing, non-like being secretive because— Because people gave to us, so yeah, we feel like we have to give it back. Yeah, I mean, it, it just—it really is. And mentoring is also another big what keyword nowadays, but it's so true. You need to have examples to follow and then just make it your own, tweak it. Um and now I'm like, I can't stop thinking about we have to really finish up like what we're going to do going into 2020. Well, next year, yep. And it's like, we, I really, we, we've thought of some great ideas and we want to, you know, and that would be awesome. Maybe we can post some of the ideas, you know, on the page and have some people vote um, to get more, like, to if, if you are a solopreneur, like, that would be so cool, you know, as we start having this podcast for any of you listening, like bringing people into it with their small businesses and um, just having an impact and doing something and hearing people's ideas. We'd love to hear other people's ideas because you get so stuck sometimes in your own ideas. Yep. And so, you know, for us, th- that that's what having a business is all about, is making a difference, right? I think you said it best at a retreat and, you know, you started saying at the very beginning is, you know, your job should be a foundation for what you do, but it should be able to lead you into other passions and you know, your team members into other passions and doing other things that you love and that you enjoy and sharing that with others. Because again, if you're just clocking, going in and clocking in and out, then you know, you're just living a mundane life. Right, nobody, nobody wants that. Nope. So, and it's why we started also this podcast and we've expanded our business this year because times are changing, technology's changing. We wanted to have a business that was a, a strong foundation for our team so that if something changes and we our, our business changes, that they're safe, that we can continue on, but in a different way. So it's just creating that really good center of gravity for everyone. So... That is what, you know, I kind of had for building a business that matters. But we'd love to hear from any of you on things that you've done because it's really neat to hear what other business owners have done that we could use and vice versa. Yeah. And actually, just speaking of that real quick, I I just saw something. One of the people that we were in the mastermind group for, they had like one crazy night of of fundraising and they raised over a million dollars. What? I mean, yeah, I'll have to show it to you when we get off here. It was really cool. Was they, it the one that I saw one too where they, well, no, this one wasn't, They so they had 100. Now, this must have been, and I don't know if it's an organization. I was going to check it out. They had 100. Maybe we could do an, okay, so now my mind's working. <laughs> they had this, it was like a conference. So women, they had 100 women come. And the 100 women that came to the the event, mm-hmm. like at a night, it was like a one or two hour, I don't know if it was a dinner, 
So everyone who came had to donate $100. And they brought however many different like nonprofits, if it was five or 10, and they would get up and they talked about what they would do with $10,000, okay? And then at the end of them presenting like their organization, what they would do with $10,000, every the 100 people there voted on who which organization would get the, the 10,000 10, yeah. and wow. all of them writing the $100 check came to $10,000. That's really cool. Isn't that cool? That is super cool. Yeah. So, I mean, there's It's another idea for Eric to start putting together. <laughs> I'm thinking about you get we could probably get Hundred businesses locally to give oh, more than a hundred, even because as you know, like easily. I think that there's just some neat stuff that you can do. There are a lot of neat things that you can do, and I think that sometimes you just have to think outside the box or not think so hard. Right. It sometimes it's right, it's in, right front in front of, of you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But so we are excited to build a podcast that matters to hear from any of you listening to what you're doing, uh, to hear your problems, your solutions, your ideas, what's working, what's not working, because that's really how, that, that's why this is a collaborating community. Um, it's, our, it's our podcast, but you, know, our, you can go to our website where you know, we have more information and more resources, which is our www collaboratingcommunity.com because it's all about working together. So thanks for listening today. We're excited for you guys to listen and and come back here for the rest of the season. I think it'll be a good one. Bye. Bye, everyone. Thank you so much for joining us today, collaborators. If you found value or got some piece of information out of this, make sure to find us at thecollablife.com. You can also join our Facebook group and our Facebook page at The Collab. On YouTube, you can find us at The Collab. On Instagram, you can find us at The Collab Life. We also do a Facebook Live every Tuesday at four o'clock where you can get some more valuable information in our group. We also release our brand new episodes every single Tuesday morning. And if you have any questions or there's anything that we can do for you, any value that you would like to add to our business, we'd love to hear from you. And you can email us at hello at thecollablife.com.